0: We all have idols in our life. I'm not talking about totem poles or a little bobblehead statue or something that's sitting around, but we have these things or people in our life that we make ultimate. We, we, we take something that's good in our life, but we make it an ultimate thing, something that we can't live without. Tim Keller speaks and talks about this in awesome and powerful ways. He says, an idol is anything more important to you than God. And it starts to absorb our heart and our imagination. Well, none of us want that, but all of us have them. We have them connected to control issues. We have them connected to approval, fear of man. We have them connected to our comfort and our preferences, and we have them connected to power and and trying to earn and gain everything. It doesn't have to be that way. Jesus died that we might see he is the better. He is the fulfillment of all those needs so that we can truly rest. This is the Life School Podcast, episode number
1: 213. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you.
0: I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, Heath, have you finished... Uh have you eaten your way through all of your Easter candy and Easter eggy stuff?
1: <laughs> it just feels like I mean I remember back in February looking at the uh, looking at the stores and they already
0: had Easter stuff out and I'm can can you tell me something? How how does Easter, which is even I think socially still people connect it to Christ and his resurrection, yeah. how did it, we ever get this bunny? and eggs connection, because those, no those don't even work. Those not even... I mean, you just want to chuck the spiritual connotation of Easter, which the world has not even done yet. Yeah. Where do we get eggs and I have no clue. Colored man. eggs, not even white eggs, yeah. you know, and then bunnies.
1: A creepy bunny. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I actually remember working for a really attractional church a couple... Ah, uh, before Soma days, and... uh And they did this thing where they actually hired a helicopter and they filled up a giant bucket full of eggs and they had everyone at a local park. And the helicopter came and they dumped out, what, 10,000 eggs. And it wasn't really well thought out because it was, I mean, it was like... Were they, I mean, sm- no, they? No, they're f- like the little plastic eggs filled oh, with candy. Okay. But I mean, ten thousand of these things smack in the just ground, raining from- down,
0: and yeah, and they're just <laughs> popping them, and kids are snacking on them. And- uh, we take the grandkids now because my my grown kids aren't that that into these eggs, but we take them to a, a local park here that like it's free, and there's a gazillion of those plastic eggs, and they huh. they set them all out in a field, and they do age and stage of life, so that you know the one and two year olds are kind of running around together, yeah. and then the high school kids aren't trampling them because they shouldn't <laughs> even be them, out yeah. there, and and there's and there's bunnies, and there's little goats, and lambs a little easter lamby lamb and all that. no great. jesus no yeah no not a lot of jesus <laughs> at the park not a lot of jesus in the park but uh it is if you listen to last week's episode on apologetics making for poor evangelism then you know how i roll when i get there <laughs> start throwing tracks and eggs oh yeah i just yeah. i just replace as many eggs as i can with chick tracks <laughs> uh, about burning in hell yeah chick tracks the pun is intended oh, yeah Hey, oh, wow. Oh, that that was good. Easter, ch- Easter okay, chicken. Easter chicken. Gotcha. I get
1: you. Hey, this week we wanted to do a topic on on how to recognize four different potential major idols in our lives, right? And uh, we like to start with definitions because this actually has, if we start off on the wrong trajectory, some people could be yeah. thinking about like a literal golden cow and others are talking about something else.
0: Yeah. And I think a few years ago, no one was talking about idols. Hmm. right tim keller started kind of hipping us to that yeah i mean not that we never did but i can remember as a kid when they talked about not having idols you know in your life i assumed it meant like a totem pole literally yeah or i thought it meant like and there are still some people that think like you should have no statues in your house or like you shouldn't even have like a crucifix yeah right because it's 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 an idol
1: that's why we used to live near the amish and they wouldn't let you take pictures of them because they they consider that a
0: grave image yeah, in right? themselves, yeah. And so we might have some listeners that are there today. I, I think most of us, probably people following us in Life School Podcast are probably past that, right? Sure. And they see idols as something else in life. So let's go to Tim Keller's definition of this. in his book, Counterfeit Gods, is amazing. If you've not read Counterfeit Gods, and I will put a link in the show notes to it, okay. it is an A pluser, man. Like, read it, reread it, reread it. Have you read it? Yep. Keller's a beast man. so it's good. He says, an idol is anything more important to you than God, anything that absorbs your heart and imagination more than God, anything you seek to give you what only God can give. Hmm. He says, it's making a good thing in your life, an ultimate thing. So an idol is whatever you look at and say in your heart of hearts, if I have that, then I'll feel my life as if I, if this goes on, then I'll know I have value. Or if this person approves of me, then I'll know I have value. Then I'll feel significant, and secure. Hmm. There are many ways to describe that kind of relationship to something. But you know what I think really describes it well? Hmm. Worship. Huh. We worship something. We give something more worth than it has. We give it, in fact, greater worth in our life, affection, attention, significance than God himself. So I think it is a form of false worship. Wow, right. man. Okay. And it's not a totem pole. It can, it can be. Well, we're going to talk about it. It's you know we're like two minutes in, and I'm already feeling pretty convicted about this. Right? <laughs> Leave it to Kelly to drop that powerful bomb. Oh, it's true. But we all have them, man. They're 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 lurking. Yep. And and today, yeah.
1: Let's look at the four big overarching idols that actually many of our smaller idols kind of fall under and grow from. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what they look like, how they affect us, how they affect others. But the four kind of meta idols that we're going to talk about are control approval, comfort, and power. Um, and I think as we go through this, we're going to see that this is a whole lot more attainable to get some control over than we initially might have thought, right? I think so.
0: I, I mean, it, it, it's always lurking, but yes, I think once we can expose the idol, bring it out of darkness into light, and apply the good news of the gospel, yeah, I think that we're going to see some transformation, okay? Okay, so control, let's look at that one. Ugh, control. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at each one of these, okay? And you can you can go deeper into these, again, uh, if you want to get my book, Bigger Gospel, and you want to really dig into these. And I'll even give you away at the end of the show here to get it for free. Fair mm-hmm. enough, right? Okay, so I'm not honking it. I'll just, you can get it for free. Okay, so let's look at control. Um, we're going to look at each of these four, control, approval, comfort, and power. And we're going to look at what's the desire that we actually have in our heart kind of what's the price we're willing to pay to like have it. <laughs> yep. What's our greatest nightmare or fear connected to it. If we don't have it, how others often feel when we're pursuing this idol and then what's the underlying problem emotion or, you know, under, that's under there. So with mm. control, um, our desire there is it's going to expose itself uh, through self-discipline, uh, certainty, a uh, standards that we set for ourselves and everyone else. Mm. Sound familiar? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Right? And what's the price we're willing to pay? We'll be overworked. We'll even be lonely or like, well, people don't understand this or people just settle for two less or whatever. Or if they just suck at that and that's if they didn't suck like me, if they didn't, you know, right? That's the price we'll pay is being overworked or even kind of outside. Sure. Right? Our greatest nightmare connected to that is uncertainty. We want to control everything. I want to know how it goes. Like, I don't like last minute things. I don't like change. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Don't spring that on me. And I can remember, I can remember my, my dad, if he asked him anything that he had to do in kind of soon proximity it was mm-hmm. no. Really? Then he would think about it and then ask a couple of questions. And then sometimes he was okay with it, but it was huh. his immediate response was always no. And it was because his greatest nightmare was uncertainty because hmm. he couldn't control that. Or I might not be able to control it, but once he thinks through it, then okay, maybe I can still have control. Yeah. <laughs> All right now others, when we're pursuing control, and standards for ourselves and them and all that, they often can feel very condemned by us, hmm. you know? And I'm, I'm going to raise my hand and say, I'm guilty of this idol. And I've had people say, man, you are very intimidating. Hmm. And it's, it's, you know, I live with a certain level of discipline in my life, but I, I think it probably leaks out on others, sure. you know? And, I, and they're thinking, oh, he's setting that standard for me too. I don't want that to be the case. Um, they can feel very pushed, Mm-hmm. by us if we're c- kind of control is our idol people yep. feel kind of pushed and forced and it's got to be your way or the highway and that kind of thing right yeah and um our big our big our biggest like emotional hang up with it is uh and problem is worry and fear hmm. and, and that's always on the other side of control you know I, I i try to control that what i fear and and i fear being out of control yeah there are two sides to the same hmm. there's two sides to the same point How's 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 that idol in your life? I mean, is that is that is that a big one of the, of those four? Do you, or what do you see growing out of a control idol? Yeah, I mean, I could see I
1: relate to all of them, right? Control. Uh, I, I was just thinking as you're talking about a situation that happened even the other day, with with us living. You know, Northwest isn't the cheapest, and my wife stays home, and so now I feel the weight of having to yeah. to make all the money. And I if I lose this, like if I if I'm not working hard enough, we're going to lose everything. And I remember. Uh, it was after dinner, like two hours after dinner, and I found two cups half full of milk around the house, and I just lost it. And I was like, "I'm working my butt off oh, trying yeah. to pay for our bills, and we're wasting. That's probably sixty cents worth of milk right there." And just, mm. it was like, "No, like God, we have to remember. Like if we're taking this back to the four Gs, like God's great; He hasn't forgotten about us." It, the, the, the The idea of control itself is disillusioning because you can't control anything. Yeah, no. yeah, you know, what you can't make more milk. You know, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right.
0: And and you just mentioned the four G's. Um, and you said God is great. And so there's a follow up to that. God is great. So I don't have to be in control of people or situations. And the gospel connection to that is Jesus was raised from the dead when all seemed lost. Hmm. But in fact, God was great and he was in control and he was he was saving us in that very act. that seems so out of control. They're killing the son of man. You know, they're yeah. killing the son of God. And and I, we look to the cross and we go, no, 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 no. We don't have to be in control. God is in control.
1: He's great. If you haven't yet, this, you know, it's reminding me of episode 195 when we actually look at the four Gs uh, in connection to our parenting styles, or even back at episode 131 where we look at the four Gs and how it relates to all sin in our lives. So if you're yeah. listening and you're like, what are these four Gs? Episode 131 and 195 are great. Yeah, Follow we up won't to take this. a whole lot
0: of time to explain each of them, but just in the hearing of it, if you have a control idol... Like you're hearing us talk about this, and you're going, Oh, yeah, that's one of mine. Just let me just remind you, God is great, so you don't have to be in control. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. And and here's the question to ask yourself: Am I really in control of this situation or person or their actions or their response? Hmm. Who is really in control of all things? Uh, our good and, father. Right, our good father. And sometimes I just need to be reminded of that, Heath. Yeah, me too, man. I do. And so and you can say, Well, yeah, you're right, but I'm still gonna be that way. Why? Like dethrone the idol, quit worth shipping it, quit yep. giving your control as if you're greater than God. Yeah. Do you really think you are? No, and like you already said, we're not really in control of anything. Our yeah. heart could stop like right now. Yep. Boom. Stops. Every day in the news, boom. You know? Yeah. Someone we know just died. Like my age just dropped dead. Ding, like boom, an aneurysm or something. Gone. Jeez. Friends, husband. We're not in control of anything. So ask yourself, am I really in control of this situation or person? Who really is? Yeah. Remind yourself of that.
1: All right, let's go to the next one, which I know I'm gonna have to, to expose my sin on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> approval.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so approval. It's one of the meta, it's one of the meta idols, the things we serve that we freak out on having. Our greatest desire there is to be affirmed, to have mm-hmm. affirmation, uh, to be loved. We desire love and approval from people, right? And yeah. so, if, appro- if approval is our main idol or a big one in our life, then we're gonna we're gonna look for that from everybody. We're just, there's just not enough. Yeah, that's what leads to sometimes not healthy relationships. Um, in fact, that those are some of the prices we're willing to pay: is codependency, or uh, maybe we give ourselves away sexually in ways we shouldn't, or emotionally in ways that we really shouldn't because well, we're just so desiring affirmation and love.
1: Well, you know, in my, uh, when I think about the, the one for approval, which is so close to me, like the greatest nightmare, the greatest fear is just rejection,
0: not yeah. being loved. Not, That's right. Not being wanted. Right. That's right. And often it's, it's kind of weird how this works. Often others will feel smothered by us because we're just insatiable of yeah. our need to be, you know, always get the laugh, have the last word, Absolutely. feel, feel right, get approved. It's like, you're Right. And, and I know people like this where like they just, you can see them in a party, just gravitate to whoever they perceive to be the most glorious in yep. the room and they'll do anything to gain their approval. Yep. Oh, and you're thinking, it, yeah. wow, you, you're a great person. You're a great guy, right? Yeah. Now notice that like our desires for affirmation and love and deep relationship, those are good things. Yeah. But who ultimately is supposed to supply that for us? The only one who can give us perfect affirmation or perfect love or have a nonstop, unending, perfect, loving relationship is God. Hmm. God is glorious. Here's the G that connects to that. God is glorious, so I don't have to fear others. Hmm. Jesus took our rejection upon himself at the cross, and he earned us full approval before the Father. Yeah. Like, remind yourself of that gospel, right? So here's the question we ask ourselves, if that is our idol of approval. Why do I so desire this person's approval or hmm. for them to like me? Did that person or maybe this situation or thing die for me to bring me forgiveness and restoration to my life? Hmm. No, absolutely not. So dethrone that person or thing a little bit.
1: Yeah, it takes work, man. I, like we're Kathleen and I are in marriage counseling right now, and we actually last night just finished up this like a spiritual inventory of where we're where mm. we're scoring. And ten, if you're if you get a one, you're doing pretty good. If you get a ten, it's like you got to work. When it came to approval, Kathleen got a two. Like no problem for her. Not a major idol, not at all. And Jay, our counselor, looked at me. He's like, "So Heath, you scored a ten in this," and he's like, "That's high." So you guys have work to do. And I noticed it; like, it's driven my emotion. Like the the uh, the emotional kind of problem that I have is this massive insecurity, right? And so I I do put that on others at the need of feeling approved of myself because I'm not getting it from Christ. I'm smothering
0: people around me. Yeah, because they're not going to ever give you what no. God could give you, right? And we've had some of this in our marriage as well. Yeah. So just so you're not alone in that. And, you know, there was a time where Tina said, I'm expecting you to love me perfectly at all times and meet every emotional need. Good luck. <laughs> Only God could do that. I'm crushing you. I don't know how that you could ever live up under that, and I'm yeah. sorry, right? So there again, we're taking something that's good, God created good, his affection, his affirmation, his love, a deep relationship, but we're seeking it from someone else other yep. than God. Absolutely, right. man. All right, so number three is uh, comfort, which is actually one that most people probably wouldn't think of. But Yeah, comfort as an idol, right? Yep. So here's the desire that kind of shows itself. This is how it looks. It looks like um, I, I need to have privacy. I need to have my time alone. I want to control my environment a lot. Um, I I desire a lack of stress. Like, I don't mm. want stress. I don't want stress. Um, I want freedom, freedom of choice, freedom of decision. I can't make decision. Of like, are you going to come to the party? Well, maybe I'll let you know. I'm always holding out, you know, because, you know, I yeah. want an easy life. I'm always, I'm waiting for, you know, like I'm living for retirement kind of thing. You know, mm. or I'm living for Friday, you know, um, and the price that we'll pay. For this comfort is um, selfishness sometimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or it could be really an ineffectiveness in life. Like we say no to most things because that we could be a part of or or maybe being able to bless other people because, well, ugh, it might not go right, you know, or... You know, I I just, I don't want to work that hard or I was really just, I like to come home after work and do, you know, right? So kind of like the, so the flip side then, like, what is the thing we fear? What's our greatest nightmare in this? Well, it would be stress. I don't like to be in stressful situations. That's our greatest nightmare. Hmm. So I'll avoid everything. That's how I have comfort. I can, you know, it's, it's, see how it's kind of tied to control though. Yeah. I'll control my environment and my use of time. Um, I don't like demands being put upon me. Hmm. That's not comfortable because that kicks my approval idol. Up oh, a interesting. Up yeah. A little bit dig or pain or loss. I don't, you know, like, oh, I, oh, we have this really nice house, but what if we can't keep it? Or like, what if, you know, what if the car breaks down and I have to borrow someone's car? Oh, it's gonna be so embarrassing. I had to borrow it last month or, you know, whatever. Sure. Right. That's our greatest nightmare because we just want comfort. We want comfort. Hmm. Okay. Now the problem emotion, the thing that's hiding there is often we're just bored <laughs> or yeah. we're just discontent with life. Hmm. We're, we're, we're not that grateful. We really aren't. Yeah. In other so words, we've been given so much. And I think in our culture here in the West, certainly in America, we've been given so much. And we've, we have sort of a comfort culture. And a comfort idol is maybe one of our biggest ones, believe it or not. Hmm. Um, and, and just so out of boredom, we're like, yeah, well, like, what's next? And I, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, like, this will be more comfortable. Like, sure. Right? And it, We're just not that content. So what's the what's the G? What's the truth about God that goes with that one? God is good so I don't have to look elsewhere for my satisfaction.
1: Hmm. And
0: the gospel reminds us Jesus is the Father's greatest gift ever, and it was given to us, and he's enough. He's enough in absolutely every area of our life. Hmm. So that it fills us up so that we can, if we have our comfort in him, then we can be for others, and we can be like he was. So here's the question to ask yourself. Am, Am I trying to fill my life with things that I believe are better than God? Or manage my time or my day or my life in a way that's better than God could manage it? Is, is this time or experience or situation better or, or more good than God? Hmm. Like, so I don't want to do that. I want to do this. And so you don't want to do that. I'm going to just, you know, where does my true affection lie? That, that's what we have to ask ourselves. Yeah, that's a good question. And then I'll start to expose to like, do we have a comfort idol? Like, we're trying to manage everything so there's just no stress. It's the easiest possible life. I, you know, I, I think I get convicted for this because I think back to when my kids were younger, and hmm. I think this was one of my biggest idols. Hmm. Like, if they spilled something or broke something or there was a huge mess or we had to do something again, it was, it was cutting in on my comfort, wow. it was cutting in on my freedom. Hmm. they're not here for that they're here to help <laughs> they're not wow. here to ha- be a hassle and and i i get very convicted of this and i think god's i think god's taken an axe to the root of this in many many ways but hmm. i can feel it i can feel it raise its head sometimes sure i really I, I can. Would say the same thing and i have to come back to that question you know am i trying to order my life and fill my life with everything because i think it's better than what god gives hmm. including spilt milk and other you know, <laughs> yeah, things. sure no you're yeah. right Kathleen
1: and I actually talk about this quite a bit too because she comfort is the big one for her and I, I tend to not wow I, you I'm just more outed a, your wife wow I know she'll she'll forgive me right uh, but she's more of like a 7 or 8 on that and I'm at a 2 so it's it's working together with patience and learning to serve one mm. another and, and remembering that God is good we don't have to look elsewhere yeah, right for our satisfaction man,
0: so good okay so power is the last one that we're going to talk about uh, yeah power yeah and it's you're going to see how this one's tied to control idols as well, right? Yep. But in this sense, it's it's like the desire is success. It's influence. It's that kind of power. It's sure. not a control power. It's like it's more like that. It's more like influence. Think of that. And the price that we'll pay for this is we'll work our guts out. We'll mm. take on the burden. We'll take that responsibility. You want to sign up for that? Yeah, I'll sign up for that. So my son's first year at his law firm, right? This year, very big, very high-powered. The stuff they're working on, it's mind-blowing to me. And it's all connected to entertainment industry, so it's really, really fun. Yeah, it's cool. Well, because he's a first-year associate, he's constantly being asked, Hey, you want to take this? You want to you want to grab this part of this case? You want to be in on this case with me? And he and he's trying to make a name for himself a sure. little bit. So this power, this influence idol, is right there staring him in the face all the time. And we talk about it all the time. He's like, I had to turn this down today, you know? Yeah. Or I said yes to this today, but I'm kind of wondering, you know, like why I did. You That's know, and fascinating. All that. yeah. So, because the greatest nightmare connected to this power idol would be a lack of respect. Hmm. I want to be seen. I want everybody to respect me I want to be seen as the best the smartest Johnny on the spot that's, sure. that's why the okay. price we'll pay will be like super burdened fried you know not getting enough sleep, burnt out all the time people in ministry th- this can be a big one we want to be seen you know we want to be influential in our churches we want mm-hmm. to be seen as the as the, the you know the lady who's got the answers the man with the plan we you know and all that so we will take on everything but then because it starts to collapse, then we'll start to make it everybody else's you know, problem, right? And then they start feeling used by us, right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. And the problem emotion connected to this is we can get very angry when things don't go our own way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I really wanted that, or how could I give that thing to that person, or how come they, like I, we just had this meeting and they, they said, oh, I just really want to make sure we thank so and so, like you didn't see what I did, you know, and yeah, it's exactly. all all that kind of stuff. You're never getting enough credit, so you kind of get angry. So what would you tie it? What G would you tie to that one? Okay, so the truth about God that starts with a G, God is gracious. So I don't have to prove myself and how we've taught it, you know, and we learned this from Tim Chester is I don't have to prove myself to myself, to others or God. I have nothing to earn. Hmm. And the gospel reminds us that Jesus gave up his authority and power on the cross. Yeah. Right. Think about the the authority and the power and the influence he had. He gave it all up on the cross to secure our position in the kingdom, Hmm. to, to secure us forever, eternally, in the family of God, co-heirs now of all things. Oh my gosh, it's, it's amazing. amazing yeah. So so here's the question to ask yourself if you think, hmm, or, or to start to deal with this idol of power. What am I trying to earn from this person or situation? What is it that I, that I think I lack right now? Hmm. Is it already mine as a dearly loved and beloved child of our Father in Heaven? What's my true identity and authority and privilege as a daughter or a son of the King of Kings. Wow, like that reframes us. it all. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it does. Now, you can notice with all these, it sounds like, well, wow, if I could just ask myself, it'd be, good. yeah, in the moment, it's gonna help, it's gonna change, but over time, you're gonna start to rewire your thinking, your yep. belief. Remember we say discipleship's the process of moving from unbelief to belief yeah. in every area. Well, yep. certainly with our idols, right? But this is also a huge thing and, and reason, Heath, why we need to be living in community. Mm -hmm. I need you to remind me of this stuff. I need when you see me flipping out on a certain thing or taking on too much work and burden and responsibility because I want to be seen as the man. Or when you see me just like I'm going after approval at all costs. I need you to remind me of the truth of the gospel and what's true in me and maybe ask me some of those questions. That's good. I really do. And I need it like not once. Oh, thanks. That fixed it. I'm in to need it my whole life. Yep. Constantly. I am. Different situations too, right? Like you, you, you even hear the
1: way people talk about their lives and you can see patterns and like, man, this this is a pattern. I'm noticing this in you that this comfort thing is really something important to you. And if you're not doing it in community it, and getting constantly and called sometimes, out. Yeah. And
0: sometimes don't even, you don't even have to point it out. You can just ask the question like, you know, like with that last one, it's like, hey, what are you trying to earn from that person right now? Yeah. Like I just I saw you dancing, yeah, like you were really dancing and kind of puffing yourself up, and like I, I kind of I was there for that story, it didn't quite go down like that, so what is it? What are you trying to earn? you know well then you like that's already to yours too, right? You know that's yours yeah. yeah, yeah, like do you remember that you're a dearly beloved child of god, yeah so yeah well, we we- can, we were not created to live this alone and and remember discipleship's the process of ourselves and helping others move from unbelief to belief and what's true of God and now ourselves, and then how we get to live, yeah. And that, see how it all fits together? Yeah. We talk Beautiful. about everyday discipleship, life, you know, a lifestyle of discipleship. This is all part of our growing and our fluency of the gospel. So I hope this has been helpful today. Yeah, you know, I'm assuming that there's going to be people that want some
1: actual takeaways from this, maybe things that they can actually print out. And we have a free download for you. You can download it by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. And those are the big three takeaways we want you to take away from this episode. If we could pull back the layers of the onion and get to the heart of it,
0: uh, sum if it up to three points. nothing else, Yeah, right? nothing else. So here, here's the three things. Don't miss this, if nothing else. We all have hidden idols, big and small, and they'll come and go throughout our life. Sometimes I think God will slam, you know? Yep. Often they're there so that in community we can be reminded of what's true and, and that we need each other and that God is, in fact, great and glorious and good and gracious. But remember, an idol is anything that's more important to you than God in the moment or long-term, anything that absorbs your heart and imagination more than God. Like where do your affections lie? How often does your mind go back to God and his goodness or his grace? Anything that you seek to give you what only God can give you, that's an idol. Focusing on who God is and what he's already done for you in Christ and what is now true of you will lead you out of that idolatry. Hmm.
1: That's
0: good, man. All right, number two. Okay, number two. Um, God knows you perfectly perfectly with all your idols and he loves you unconditionally. <laughs> Good news, right? Yep. And he gave his own life that you may know and believe this. So pay attention when your heart is saying, "Oh, if I have that or or then I'll feel like my life has meaning or then I'll know I have value or feel significant and secure." Remember, you are a son or a daughter of the king. Hmm. And you're co-heirs of all things in Christ, and that's pretty <laughs> or very significant, okay? Yeah. That is super significant. And third, um, like here's the actionable: spend time in prayer. And this is for the bold, okay? Spend time in prayer, asking the Spirit to point out any areas of your life that you're worshiping false gods. Hmm. And, and I promise He will illuminate past conversations, or anxiety, or stresses, or desires will come to mind. Write them all down as they come to your mind. Seriously, try try this. Try this exercise. Just spend 15 minutes. Say, Holy Spirit. Would you point out you know things that are going on in my life that I'm actually my affections have shifted and I'm looking to other things besides you. Then seek to understand which of the idols of control, approval, comfort, or power are at work here and stealing your worship and devotion to the one true God. Hmm. And and remember too, repentance is a renewing of the mind to what is actually true in those situations. So ask yourself those questions. Be reminded of what's true in the gospel. And so now you can go and live in light of that truth by the power of the Spirit. Absolutely, man. And you're going to attach the list of the four idols as well as the
1: corresponding concerns to help yeah, people Yeah, pretty out, much
0: right? all that stuff we were saying. I'll, it's like I have a little concise little, a little like download that I'll add to the big three. And again, a lot of this stuff comes out of the book, Bigger Gospel. And I'm going to put a link, I'm going to put a link in the big three, okay. in the show notes where people can get Bigger Gospel for free. Oh okay? nice! All they have to do is just pick up the shipping. Okay, fair enough. Like easy. I wrote it. I printed it. You can have it, but you got to pay to get it to yourself. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Okay, so
1: we're giving away lots of stuff today. If cool. you want the download again, all you have to do is go to one two three lifeschoolcom forward slash big three. You'll get it. A, it's a beautiful printout. You can hang it on your refrigerator. Suitable
0: for framing? No, it's not that nice, but it's
1: pretty <laughs> nice. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Hey, if you haven't yet been to iTunes to leave us a review, we ask that you do that. Just tell us what you love about the show. Give us a couple stars. Uh, that helps us put this podcast out in front of people that we would never expect and to always go.
0: always too you can leave suggestions for the show or you yeah. can do that people do that all the time in the Facebook group yep. so we love getting suggestions for the show we're here for you tell us what we should talk about okay yeah. when it's connected to discipleship mission faith fitting into every area of life that's uh, what we're looking for that's why we're here we're here. not looking to debate church polity you know or <laughs> how you should kick Elder Jones off that's, that's your problem but <laughs> anything to do with discipleship mission yeah, well, gospel fluency that. all that yeah
1: Hey, next week, we're going to talk actually about living as a family on mission, right? Yeah. Not preparing just to go overseas as a family, but how (laughs) you can begin to live right now as a family together in community. Right where you're. Okay, we're gonna talk about some of the
0: basics. Yeah. You know, like 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 we kind of pick and choose what we're gonna talk about in the show, but often people are like, okay, what's the very first thing you do? Yeah. Like, well, just tell me how you know what's the so uh, we'll talk through some of the some of the basics. And this be kinda... get for people going into the summer months, like we're starting to get outside more and
1: yep. starting the rhythms. Yeah. Some new healthier rhythms. Yep. So join us for that. Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you next week. For more information, you can visit one two three lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. <laughs>